Coming up on We Talk News this week, a major merger and debt acquisition as Tilray bails out MedMen's debt and their stock soars. Is this another sign that federal legalization in the U.S. is on deck? It was party time in New York as Happy Monkey hosted a totally interactive Van Gogh exhibit and Vlad Batista explains. Plus, a new Gallup poll reports that one in every two adults in the U.S. has tried cannabis. Which one are you? Plus, are you ready to be a cannabis tester? High Times is bringing its Cannabis Cup competition to the Bay State dispensaries, and we'll talk with their competition director on We Talk News next. PCM-TV is supported by Salient Systems, a world leader in video management security, and by Revolutionary Clinics, a medical dispensary where the patient comes first, and by Accounting Buds, your number one CPA specialist for the cannabis industry. We are pro-cannabis media. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another edition of We Talk News. I'm Jimmy Young from Pro Cannabis Media. So have you shared your cannabis story with us yet? You know, you could win a state-of-the-art cannabis storage container from yourstory.com. That's your story with an I. If you tell us your story on our website, ProCannabisMedia.com. That's where we stream 24-7 news, talk, and cannabis information all the time. Now, first up this week, another Gallup poll has been released. And for those in the cannabis industry, this only confirms what everyone knows. 49% of American adults polled in July have said they have tried cannabis. Now, considering that in the 50-year history of the most successful and respected pollsters in the country, it's the highest percentage ever reported by Gallup. They did follow up their original question about trying cannabis to get to that 49%. However, only 12% reported that they have actually smoked weed. No, they did not ask if they had consumed cannabis in any other way other than smoking the flower. Now, come on, Gallup people, don't be afraid to ask that question. There's also another major acquisition, not question, but a major acquisition in the cannabis industry, as the Canadian company Tilray has just the prescription for bailing MedMen out of its debt situation. Green Market Report's Deborah Borchart has that story. This is the Weed Talk News business update from the Green Market Report. This week, Tilray bought the majority of the outstanding senior secured convertible notes of MedMen that were originally held by Gotham Green Partners. The transaction is valued at $165.8 million. Tilray said the purchase sets them up to own a significant equity position in MedMen. In addition to the Tilray purchase, MedMen announced that investors led by Saruya Private Equity are buying $100 million of units of MedMen at a purchase price of $0.24 per unit. Air Wellness reported that its revenue rose 222% to $91.3 million. This was a 56% increase sequentially. Air is raising its revenue guidance for 2022 to $800 million. That's up from $725 million. And also this week, Air said it was buying the beverage company Cultivana, the owner of Levia branded cannabis-infused seltzers, in a deal valued at potentially 
$40 million. And finally, Terrison reported that its second quarter revenues increased 72% to $58 million. Notably, though, Terrison withdrew its previous guidance due to some temporary yield declines of flour in Pennsylvania. And also, uh, the company said it's decided to increase the allocation of its branded products in its apothecarium dispensaries. Just as a guideline, the company raised its full-year guidance to $300 million last quarter. And that has been your business update from the Green Market Report. I'm Deborah Borchardt, and this is We Talk News. In New York City this week, the Happy Monkey event producers threw a great cannabis-friendly event on Pier 36. It was in conjunction with the immersive Van Gogh experience, and this was a BYOC event. That would be bring your own cannabis-friendly event. And while consuming inside the venue was banned, plenty of people took advantage of the new laws, and Happy Monkey co-founder Vladimir Batista talked about those changes on last week's Green Rush Live show on Pro Cannabis Media. We, uh, they reached out to us through some mutual friends, you know, uh, we are known for our experiences on our events. And um, of course, you know, now that cannabis is legal in New York, you know, everybody kept referencing how amazing it would be to, you know, add cannabis to that whole amazing experience. And, you know, we had a meeting with them and we hit it off and, Wednesday was the first night and it was like a grand slam sold out at every walk of life that you could think of every demographic, every age. And it was an amazing experience, you know, not just for my company, Happy Monkey, but for New York City, arts and culture and just another glass ceiling and door broken for cannabis to be mainstream where it belongs. There are two reasons to celebrate if you happen to be a cannabis advocate in Michigan. One is that the last prisoner project has picked up another release of a prisoner from jail. And yes, that state has also set another sales record. Here's our man in Michigan, Rick Thompson. Rick. This is Rick Thompson with the Michigan Report for Weed Talk News. Let's begin. A brand new MRA bulletin is out. It's called Compliant Creation of Inhalable Compound Concentrates. Infused products and pre-rolled joints containing keef, concentrates, or CBD additives have to be tested by a certified lab after the product has been spiked with the concentrates, keef, or whatever. you got to test those tarantulas, caviar, and moon rocks after they've been created so the test results reflect the entire product, not just the flower. Apparently, some people have been testing just the individual components, not the final assembled product, and that's got to end, according to the agency. Sales of cannabis are setting new records in Michigan, and given how new the adult use program is, that's not surprising, but the upward trend is still fun to watch. In July, we sold a staggering $171 million in cannabis. Illinois, they only sold $128 million, for example medical accounts for about 43 million and 128 million in the adult use market. Now, what was the old record? 148 million set in June. Marijuana businesses daily suggests that the increase is due in part to a COVID-19 bump in cannabis sales seen nationally. And Michigan isn't the only state hitting new cannabis sales goals. Missouri and Maine also set new cannabis sales records in July. 
with the Midwestern state reaching 21 million in medical sales and the Atlantic state hitting 9.4 million in recreational sales. And that's it for the Michigan Report with Rick Thompson on Weed Talk News. So have you heard the term called Cali sober? Well, that term is being used to describe the California trend of people who are not drinking alcohol anymore, just consuming cannabis when it comes to relaxing or catching a little buzz. Well, now there's a research report that explains that CBD can actually curb your alcohol consumption. The University of Colorado released the findings of that study that shows for those participants who use high CBD strains of cannabis, well, it'll actually make you or actually curb your use of alcohol. Now, if you understand the entourage effect that explains the interaction between THC and CBD, the two major chemical compounds found in the cannabis plant, you certainly understand that CBD can control the intoxicating effects of THC. So it just makes sense that CBD can also have an effect on alcohol's intoxicating effects. Now, for the rest of the stories from the biggest cannabis market in the U.S., here's the American Cannabis Report's Chris Smith with our California Cannabis Report. Chris? I'm Christopher Smith of the American Cannabis Report with the California Roundup for Weed Talk News. California company gets huge the easy way. Ease is a vertically integrated cannabis marketplace and delivery service with 2 million customers in California and licenses in Michigan. Green Dragon operates in Colorado and Florida, processing more than a million transactions a year. Ease is acquiring Green Dragon, creating America's largest MSO delivery marketplace. The combined company will operate in a market area worth nearly $10 billion. The Canadians are coming. Canadian cannabis giant Tilray is still hungry. It bought the majority of the outstanding senior secured convertible notes for MedMen Enterprises for $165.8 million. This may seem like a lifeline for MedMen, one of the industry's early megastars, but MedMen has received several lifelines in the past and they're still not on dry ground, so stay tuned. Exorbitant cannabis bribes lead to the arrest of former California mayor, Richard Kerr was the mayor of Adelanto. He was arrested last week for allegedly accepting $57,000 in bribes and kickbacks for granting local cannabis licenses. If convicted, the mayor will have plenty of places to stay because Adelanto is most well known as home to three prisons and 3,300 beds. And the funny thing is, the previous mayor was also charged for a similar scheme. And last, Moms are finally coming clean about cannabis use. Like all Americans, if my dear mother, who's 83 years old, needed cannabis for a health concern, she's only two phone calls away from getting some. Even though it's illegal in her state and she can't simply go to a dispensary, she either knows a guy or she knows someone who has his own guy. Two calls, try it yourself. But if a pollster called her on the phone, she would deny it because it's not legal in her state. And that's exactly why when I hear the new Gallup poll results showing 49% of Americans say they've tried cannabis during their lifetime, it means that 49% of Americans now live in a legal state and are no longer afraid to admit breaking the law. Now they don't have to tell Mr. Gallup, of course not, but rather, of course I inhaled. And I'm Christopher Smith 
from the American Cannabis Report reporting for We Talk News. Back here in the Bay State, it looks like the city of Boston will be hosting the annual Freedom Rally this fall in September, as long as the Delta variant doesn't ruin those plans. The weekend of September 18th will be MassCan's annual celebration of all things cannabis on the Boston Common. And it will precede the Boston Cannabis Week's plans for all sorts of activities and educational panels that will follow during the week of September 20 to September 26. Now, for the rest of the news from the Massachusetts cannabis scene, here's Ron Marshallsea. Ron? I'm Ron Marshallsea with the Massachusetts Cannabis Report for Weed Talk News. The cannabis businesses in this state are trying to make themselves appealing to potential customers without going against the state's restrictive advertising regulations. The industry-specific restrictions and the costs of advertising have led to different strategies for cannabis companies in Massachusetts, from the more traditional billboard and digital media advertising to approaches that look similar to political campaigns. The Cannabis Control Commission's regulations give marijuana establishments the right to engage in reasonable advertising practices that are not otherwise prohibited, that do not jeopardize the public health, welfare, or safety of the general public, or promote diversion of marijuana or marijuana use in individuals younger than 21 years old or otherwise promote practices inconsistent with the state's cannabis laws. For nearly all forms of advertising, the CCC requires that the company placing the ad can prove with audience composition data that adults 21 or older make up at least 85% of the audience. This limits advertising opportunities and forces companies to reach customers in new ways. There are a few new dispensaries opening up shop in Massachusetts. True Aleve, a Florida-based cannabis company, opened their second location in Massachusetts on Southbridge Street in Worcester last Saturday. They plan to open a third location in Framingham before the end of the year. Also, multi-state cannabis operator and retailer Forefront will open its third dispensary in the Commonwealth, Mission in Brookline, to serve adults 21 years or older via online appointments and in-store pickup beginning on Saturday, August 21st. That's this week's Massachusetts Cannabis Report. For Weed Talk News, I'm Ron Marshallsea. Now it's time to head to our nation's capital for some news that has absolutely nothing to do with Afghanistan. Here's Vote Pro Podcast Phil Adams with our DC report. Phil. Hi, Phil Adams from Vote Pro Podcast here with the Weed Talk News DC report. Recent comments by Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas could help free a man serving federal time for state legal cannabis distribution. Lawyers for Luke Scarmazzo are citing statements from one of the high court's most conservative members and seeking a compassionate release for their client. Scarmazzo was given a 22-year sentence in federal prison for operating a California dispensary in compliance with state law. Last June, in a case involving an IRS investigation of a Colorado dispensary, Thomas denounced the federal government's inconsistent cannabis policy, which he says, quote, simultaneously tolerates and forbids local use of marijuana and strains basic principles of federalism. Scarmazzo's legal team wants the presiding U.S. District Court to take Thomas's comments into account when considering his motion for release. Iowa Senator Chuck Grassley says he will press the Drug Enforcement Administration to grant a federal exemption for his state's medical marijuana program. Last year, the DEA rejected a petition by the Iowa Department of Public Health for the exemption from the Controlled Substances Act. 
In a letter to Carl Olson, a member of the department and a longtime cannabis reform advocate, Grassley focused on facilitating further research into medical marijuana, but also took up the issue of exemption, saying he would, quote, follow up with the DEA and seek further clarification. Grassley is the ranking GOP member of the Senate Judiciary Committee. Virginia lawmakers are looking at ways to fast track retail cannabis sales. At the inaugural meeting of the Joint Commission on Cannabis Oversight, legislators discussed expediting legal sales of cannabis, which aren't scheduled to begin until 2024 under the newly enacted legalization bill. Delegate Paul Krizik, a member of the commission said, quote, we have legalized the use of marijuana, but we have not legalized the actual purchase of marijuana. Under the new law, the only legal way to obtain cannabis is to grow it or receive it as a gift from someone who grew it, both complicated by the fact that it's still illegal to buy cannabis plants or seeds. That's the Weed Talk News DC report for this week. I'm Phil Adams from Vote Pro Podcasts. Did you know that CBD can be a very effective treatment for cancer in dogs? Yes, it's true. And on Friday's Green Rush Live show, we have a few pet experts on the show with us to talk about CBD and pets. And yes, the dangers of THC and pets. Dr. Tim Shu is the CEO of Vet CBD, and they are offering a first-of-its-kind scholarship for aspiring veterinarians, and I am sure our chat room will be exploding with questions for our guests on Friday's Green Rush Live show at 4 p.m. Eastern. Now it's time to go to Vermont to check in with our green nurse there, Jessie Lynn Dolan. What's going on in the Green Mountain State, Jessie Lynn? Thanks, Jimmy. I'm Jessie Lynn Dolan from Nurse Grown Organics and Vermont Cannabis Nurses, and this is the Weed Talk News Vermont Report. The Vermont Cannabis Control Board introduced the newly appointed 14C Advisory Board this past week. The advisory board was created to assist the Cannabis Control Board's mission to safely, equitably, and effectively implement and administer the laws enabling adult and medical use. Stephanie Smith sits on the board for the Agency of Agriculture, appointee as the Cannabis Quality Control Policy Administrator of the State Hemp Program. Chris Walsh, the appointed cannabis expert on the advisory board, has numerous Vermont cannabis businesses under his belt and national corporate conglomerate connection. His deep but possibly questionable conflicting roots for an advisory position was voiced as a concern during public comment by Vermont Growers Association and the Vermont Coalition for Equity in Cannabis. The board will start to meet regularly to make recommendations to help the Cannabis Control Board quickly create and shape the upcoming adult use and current medical cannabis programs in Vermont. In order to collect feedback and input from the agricultural sector in Northeastern Vermont, members of the Cannabis Control Board, legislative leaders, and cannabis industry specialists convened an interactive discussion and networking session at Burke Mountain on Thursday, August 19th. Panelists included Cannabis Control Board Commissioner James Pepper, Senator Joe Benning, Timothy Fair of Vermont Cannabis Solutions Law Firm, and myself for Vermont Cannabis Nurses. The goal was to gather pragmatic feedback and input about the formation of the legal Vermont cannabis industry and how to best capture its potential for the Northeast Kingdom and other rural communities. 
Cultivation challenges, licensing, food production, and tourism were discussed. Hosted by Eli Harrington, a, a cannabis regulation questionnaire and survey is available at vermontawana.com. After many months of being closed after bankruptcy, resulting in many disgruntled Vermont hemp farmers and customers, Northeast Processing, one of Vermont's largest and only certified organic ethanol hemp processing facilities, is under new ownership. With a brand new team of passionate Vermonters and Dr. Scott Warrington, former extraction manager at the Champlain Valley and Southern Vermont Medical Dispensary as lead, NEP is back in business offering high-end extraction services for the Northeast. That's the Vermont Report for Weed Talk News. I'm Vermont's cannabis nurse, Jessie Lynn Dolan. So Mark Kaz from High Times, first of all, it's so great to connect with you. And I can't imagine how you got the Hollywood sign to change to High Times. That's just be, that's just a magical thing, right? This is how we do it. It's Hollyweed out here. <laughs> Tell us about the Cannabis Cup and how High Times got involved and why all of a sudden is it coming to Massachusetts? So quickly, Cannabis Cup has started in Amsterdam in the 80s, brought it to the United States in the early 2000s. And we want this to go everywhere where it is recreationally legal and even medicinally legal. Uh, we've been working on Massachusetts for several years, finally got approval, and now we are off to the races. We uh, have been wanting to do Massachusetts because we understand there's so many great brands and a lot of great product. So we try to do this competition all over the country. And finally, we're here in Massachusetts with kits going on sale this Saturday. So we're very thrilled. That's awesome. And I know that one of the dispensaries is INSA, which has locations in Salem and in Springfield, Massachusetts. Tell me, how does one get involved with the Cannabis Cut if you happen to be a so-called cannabis connoisseur, which I'm guessing is your target on this? Yes. Uh, you're saying, how, does, how do consumers get involved? Exactly. Yep. So all of our information is on CannabisCup.com. That will mm -hmm. list out all the categories of the judge kits that we have lists out all these 16 different retailers, including INSA, that we have within our network. So exclusive, limited judge kits available at these retailers only. We have enough spread out across the state so that anybody should have less than an hour drive to get one of these kits. And it is all first come, first serve. So no application or approval process like some of the old days. This is now people's choice. So we created about 10 times more of the amount of judge kits that we have in past years. So everybody and uh, their mother can participate in this. We want OG growers who've been in the game for 30 years. We want new soccer moms who are trading out their glass of wine for a joint at the end of the night. Isn't it an amazing time to be in the cannabis space when you can look at that demographic and people say to me all the time, well, who's your target consumer? And I go, everybody who wants to improve their life, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what we see. And that's why we have a lot of categories you know, ranging from flour for the for the OG, you know, just flower heads. We have concentrates for the people who love to dab, which is uh, not too familiar for everybody. Um, and then we have things like topicals and tinctures for the people who don't care to smoke, they don't care about edibles, and they're easing into this. So they can take a little lotion to their, you know, creaky knees or their neck, or they can take tinctures and have a little, nice little nighttime droplet uh, to help them get through the night. You've run a few of these over the years. You said you've been involved with High Times now for four years. How successful has it been in other states? Very successful. We typically, and what we expect here in Massachusetts as well, is lines out the door at each of these dispensaries. People will camp out sometimes. Um, and yeah, it's again, it's, it's limited kits. 
uh, across the entire state. And there's a ton of medical patients and adult users in this state. So we have 2000 kits and way more than that in, in terms of people who are interested. So these kits will typically sell out within hours at some dispensaries, days at a few others. And then it's off to the races for these judges to take these kits home, judge them. They have until October 17th to fully score and judge all these products. And then we announce the winners. And amazing to me that it's by October 17th. You know, that does that coincide with the fact that that was the day, I'm pretty sure, that Canada went fully legal as a country? Did you know that? That is a coincidence. Uh, I am aware of that, but that is a coincidence on, on, on those dates. Uh, I got another you know, coincidence. I got another coincidence for you. In 1970, it was my bar mitzvah day. Is that bizarre or what? I love that. I love am I that. blessed? Am I blessed, blessed or what? You're blessed. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Cass, uh, thank you so much for joining us here on We Talk News this week. And we look forward to uh, the results as they trickle in, as it were, for the Cannabis Cup for High Times. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me, Jimmy. So these kits go on sale at a whole bunch of dispensaries in the Massachusetts area. All are discounted prices in a variety of categories. So you can go to Netta or Caroline's or Insa or Garden Remedies or Pure Oasis or even one of the newest dispensaries opening in the Worcester area, Major Bloom. Now, those two principals of Major Bloom, Ulysses Youngblood and Laurie Lucien, will be joining Green Rush Live at 5 Eastern on Friday. Now, if you want to go the other way and actually get paid to grade or test cannabis, you can go to flowerandfreedom.com and sign up to get paid $1,500 a month to smoke and review weed and of course, review the effects of weed on you. Now, there are all sorts of stipulations, so you might have to check that one out on their website, but you only can participate if you are in a legal adult use state and you are over 21, only in America. That's another edition of Weed Talk News. I'm Jimmy Young from Pro Cannabis Media. Remember, it's a whole new world of weed out there. Use it responsibly. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Weed Talk and In the Weeds are two productions of pro-cannabis media supported by Revolutionary Clinics, one of the top medical cannabis dispensaries in the Massachusetts area, now with three locations in Greater Boston, two in Cambridge, and one on Broadway in Somerville. Rev Clinics has a patient-first mission. They will customize your needs as a medical patient with the proper titration and combination of strains, flavors, and products. Rev Clinics, where the patient comes first. Difference is building a solution for that individual. Not just a custom, here's a box, here's a video, here's how you make your VMS. We custom design and custom build every situation for exactly what the customer needs. And we keep the cost low. We have multiple tiers, you know, as far as what you're looking at on the cost side of things. If you want a one-time, you know, where you just pay one initial cost, we have that. If you want to maintain your system and have the highest protection and highest capabilities and highest upgrades at all times, we have different plans for you. But we scale it so it's scalable and affordable 100%.
Pro-Cannabis Media Programming is available live and on demand on our Facebook page at Pro-Cannabis Media, on Instagram at Pro-Cannabis Media, on LinkedIn also at Pro-Cannabis Media, on YouTube and YouTube Live on Pro-Cannabis Media, Twitter at Pro-Cannabis Media, and on twitch.tv backslash pro-cannabis media. So like, share, and subscribe to all of our content, newsletters, and shows live or on demand. We are pro-cannabis media. 